Isn't he wonderful? Isn't it good to be a part of what he's doing? Every time. Every time. Amen. Amen. You know, I, I love I love preaching. And I love the word of God. I, I really love it. But do you know you can have preaching and you can read the Bible and be lost? So more importantly, I'd rather have a move of God's Spirit. Amen. When I wake up, I want to I sense His Spirit. When I go to bed, I want to sense His Spirit. I want to I, I I feel that. Amen. And that's why we're doing what we're doing now. We, we can't get so accustomed to, you know what? Sunday night, we're going to come in. We're going to sing some songs. And we're going to listen to the preacher. We're going to take up an offering. We may pray and then we go home. Do you know within your own human body, there are agents working to heal itself, to heal your body. You have white blood cells uh, and they will attack foreign objects and your body is designed to war against things that will infiltrate it and it will fight. Your own body will fight but because of our uh, fallen nature and we have deficiency, we can't fight off these things. And so we have medicine or we need divine healing, etc. But your body is designed to fight. And it's designed to assist and, and help other parts of the body. You have blood cells that are designed to do that. And that's what the body of Christ is supposed to be about. We're supposed to begin to be able to move and detect when another part of my body is being infiltrated. And that body begins to join forces and pray. And so that's what we're doing. Because you, you never know when someone else needs it. And they may not even know how much they need it. You ever been prayed pray for and you thought you were fine. All of a sudden you got to get to praying and within five minutes you just break down. Ah, it's not going everywhere. And tears over here. And your head all wild. You know, when, when you have some. You know what I'm talking about. Right? Thank you, Jesus. And you're like, Lord, what was that all about? Yep. Because he knows you better than you know yourself. Thank you, Father. I didn't know all that was in me, but he knew. Every time. And sometimes God chooses a different approach. He won't come right at you sometimes. Because sometimes he knows we'll put up that wall. I'm fine. 
<laughs> what are they talking about? You need prayer, no? And some, he, you know, he had to sneak up on us sometimes. Like, where did that come from? And this is what we're doing. And we, a lot of times, you know, church, I'm talking to church folks now. I'm talking about guests and new people. We, we get so conditioned that we have to have the, have the service a certain way. And if we would have just got something for us, three people would, have, would not have been filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It doesn't have to come from here all the time. And I'm not doing all this because I don't have something. I have something. And the Holy Ghost has something. Always. Always. So, I, you know, I could go ahead and preach a nice, fancy message. I'm going to actually have uh, Brother you come, and he's going to address you. I, I'm going to read one, and I know this is different. This is already 7.15, and it's still kind of early. We're going to receive an offering and all that. We're going to do the stuff that y'all know y'all used to doing. I don't want to mess up your program too much. You know what I mean? You're messing up people's program. They, they get dysfunctional. Can't sleep all night. Did it a little differently. So I'm, I'm going to, can I talk to the church for a couple of minutes now? Now, if, you're, if you are new here, I, I pray in the Holy Ghost that you just receive something. You may not be able to explain it. And anyone, any, anyone in here think they have, have the uh, market cornered or the supernatural? You can explain everything about the supernatural and you know everything about God and all that. Don't, don't lie to yourself like that. I don't know. Every, sometimes I get to praying for people. I don't know everything God is doing. All I'm doing is trying to yield to the Spirit of God, letting Him move. And So if you've been touched by God, God has ministered to you. You say, well, I, you know, give me some specifics. I, I don't know it all. I, I, but I do know certain things, and, and if, you, if you're new around here, but you, you can't explain it, or maybe you got a word, somebody prayed for you, and they gave you a specific word right, with, right where you are, and it's like, how did that person know that? I want you to just raise your hand if somebody prayed for you and you got something. Go lift them up high like you're proud of. You're proud that God loves you and cares about you and has your number. See what I'm saying? And so, if you would allow me, I'm just going to communicate to those who've been around for a while. Not that I, I, I should have to. You guys on the front row, you're all right on the front row? Look at these guys on the front row. That's awesome. Awesome. Jesus went out to uh, minister to a specific lady and um, he the scripture says he must needs be go through Samaria he, he made a, a pit stop if you will on his way going back to Galilee because Galilee was north of the city of Samaria 
and Jerusalem was south of the city of Samaria. And so the, most of the apostles were from the, uh, the area of Galilee. And they would have to travel back and forth, and they would go to the feast and everything. And typically speaking, they would take a road around Samaria. But at this particular time, Jesus said, I, I, I need to go through Samaria. And he sent the disciples on into the city to get some food because they became weary of their journey. And so they were, they were out in the parched, parched land. And it was pretty rough and pretty bad. And obviously he didn't have any water because he stopped at the well and asked for a drink. And if he had something to drink, he wouldn't have asked for it. And so he didn't have any food, and he didn't have any water. And so his disciples went on into the city to buy meat, the Bible said, to buy food. And he had a discourse with a, a lady that was uh, of the city of Samaria and so on and so forth, and he began to minister. And at the end or the conclusion of their conversation, the Bible says that the disciples came up on them when he, she said, you know what, I know when the Messiah has come, he's going he's gonna to tell us all things. And he said, hey, the person you, you're talking to, I am the Messiah. And you see, sometimes the Lord is right in the midst of you and you don't even really realize it. Hey, here I am. He's been talking to her all along. Spent three and a half years in the midst of Jerusalem in the city in, in, in Israel, and they didn't know him. And so here he is talking, and they come back, the disciples, they just came back with a wad of food, if you will. And, and they had a lot of food, I would imagine, because it was 12 of them, right? And they were apostles. And I know something about apostolics. Apostolics can eat. <laughs> and so, we, you know, that's where we got it from. Time you talk, they talked about eating, you know. They ate a lot, breaking bread and eating fish and all that. And so... He, they got back with all the food, and they, they, you know, I don't know how long it took, but it must have taken some time for them to have discourse and go in and buy food and come back out and all that. And, man, I know if I was with them, uh, I probably ate me some first before I got to Jesus, right? Had to taste it. And they came back. They, read it, they, they were about to feed Jesus because he was hungry. Right? He was hungry. No, he was hungry. He was hungry. And, and, and he was thirsty. But when they got there, Jesus began to talk to them. And he began to give them a little understanding. And he began to kind of show them his purpose. Because their mind was only focused on them at that time. And, and the Bible says when they, when they got up to him, I, 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 I'm, I'm, if you didn't know, I'm, I'm preaching, ministering right now in the Word, because I know you needed the Word. When, when he got there, he, he began to, to uh, talk to his disciples um, after he began to talk to this lady, and he kind of broke something down to them. If you, it's in, J, in John chapter 4. And I'm not, I just want to kind of hit a couple of things. That's, that's, that's all I'm doing. 
when his disciples came back, the, the scripture says that they, they heard him and saw him talking to the woman, but they dared not to ask him, what, what you talking to her for? <laughs> like, what are you doing, Jesus? And so they didn't get into that discourse. They didn't come talk to Jesus and, and, and get into the discourse of why are you here talking to this woman? And the scripture said, had, and, and, and so he began to break it down in verse number 31. That when they came back, in the meantime, the disciples prayed, saying, Master, eat. But he said unto them, I have meat to eat that you know not of. They were only focused on their routine. Talking to some people who've been around for a while. They were focused on themselves. Oh, look right there. We go. See, he decided, you know what? We're going to go ahead and do this thing right now. <laughs> That's all right. They're not disturbing me. They get ready to go down, go down in Jesus' name. In a few more minutes, you're about to hear. If you listen carefully, you'll hear heaven rejoicing. And so he said, hey, I have meat that you know not of. Therefore said the disciples one to another, have any man brought him ought to eat? Have anybody gave this guy something to eat? We, our job, our responsibility, our routine. See, some of y'all tune me out. I want y'all paying attention because I'm talking about you. <laughs> when I talk about you, look at me. <laughs> They were like, our routine is thus and thus. Now, when, we, when they came back, they were like, hey, did somebody else do our, our job? And we came to feed Jesus. And I think, so you know when the Holy Ghost is trying to, trying to deal with the church, things just start going, hey, why? Kids just start going, ah! You know what I mean? See, you... You don't need to be real sensitive to the Holy Ghost. All you got to do is listen up and see what's going on in the church service. Everybody get to moving and everything. What's going on? You know? You think, oh, did he missed it. No, I, I didn't miss it. All that kind of stuff going, no, you didn't miss it. See that? <laughs> Somebody's parents probably said, I wish, I wish he would have missed it. Therefore said his disciples one to another, have any man brought him aught to eat? Next verse. Jesus said unto them, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. So I'm trying to put it together so it can relate to this service right now. Even though I had this already, but I had, I had it in a different context. But they were used to their routine and how they, what their responsibilities were. And they were, they were so focused on, they, they were focused on, uh, uh, what, what, what you call it? I'm trying to think of the word for it. Um, what you call a task. They weren't people oriented at that time. They were wondering, what are you doing talking to this lady? What are you doing taking your time Wasting your time. And he had to send his disciples away 
so he can minister to a person. What are you doing, Jesus? What are you doing, uh, Brother Simpson? What are we doing? We had our music going, and, and, and all of a sudden, we, we're getting ready to take up an offering, and, 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 and then maybe, maybe somebody else is going to come and talk, and, and you're going to preach, and, and then the Lord was like, stop it. You were too busy trying to get ready, get ready to eat. On a Sunday night, I'm going to get my food. It's time to eat. It's time to get our food. And the Holy Ghost said, hey. We gonna eat? Hey, I have meat that you don't even know about. My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. What is your meat tonight? See, we can worry about getting fed. Come on, give me some, Pastor, that's not right. You're supposed to preach to the, to, you're supposed to, preach to the guests on Sunday mornings. <laughs> it's our time to eat. Mm-hmm. We went to buy food for us. Now eat this, Jesus. Hey, no, it's not about that program. Jesus said, don't you know? This is my food. This is, this is what I get satisfaction from. I preached a message once. And, uh, and it, it, the, the gist of the message was that God, has, God sent the ravens to the ravens. They're going to need God this year or something. God sent the ravens to feed the, the, the prophet. Right? And the Bible says he sent the ravens to feed the prophet to sustain him. He sent a supernatural move to, to come and, and that, those birds would come and bring him food supernaturally to sustain him. And then when that brook dried up and then the birds flew away, God said, hey, now I have chosen a widow woman to sustain you. And so it's nice sometimes when God is bringing the birds to come feed us. And we have a brook all to ourselves. And God said, no, I'm going to stop right there. Now what I want you to do, you know what's going to sustain you? A widow woman that doesn't have anything. And Jesus said it this way, hey, I know I have meat that you know not of. You know, See, hey, my will, what I get satisfaction from, I, what, you know what's going to sustain us? Not us being fed. Worrying about all that. Well, give, give, give me some, give me some. Now, you're going to get yours. You know what? Every time I minister to someone, guess what happens? Can I have that bottle? When I want yours, I don't know. I want mine. <laughs> Just mess with mm. Dear Paul, I don't know where that came from. Really, to be honest, Dear Paul, where's Dear Paul? This container will hold 
They say 16.9 ounces. A container will hold 16.9 ounces. But that's it. Right? Now, that's all it can hold. If I cut a hole in here, because, you, you, you know, if, I, if, if no hole, fill it up, it can't be seen. It's going to keep blowing up. It can only handle 16.9 ounces at one time. But if you open up the bottle, at the end, guess what? Just keep on flowing. 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 And you know what? I'm not containing it. I'm not keeping it all. It's going all over the place. And so that's what I'm saying. It's when, when I stop trying to keep everything for myself, it's all about me. I'm talking to, you, I'm talking to people who have been around for a while. So hopefully you, if you haven't been around for a while, hopefully you got something already. And not that you won't get anything else. But, but we, we, we couldn't make that shift because we were containing. And see, when, you, when this is your deal right here, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. It, it's not just about me. It's about other people. What has it been, two weeks? Been two weeks. She's, she, two weeks. We, we, she had a class. I'm just going, she had a class. We came to a class on a, a Wednesday. I'm like, a class? I'm talking about, what's that, uh, uh, welcome to Antioch class, right? She on, she on the way home and said, I had such a wonderful time. And you look like, I mean, man, you, you think we just came from a, a, you know, a celebration. It was. And you know what? When she said that, I got so much out of, it, out of that class. Just because I know how much she was touched. You understand what I'm saying? Next verse. Next verse. Say ye, say not ye. Now, we don't say that, right? Say not ye. There are yet four months, and then cometh the harvest. We're going to have revival. We're going to have harvest. No, don't say we are going to. Don't say that anymore. He says, say ye not four months, and then cometh the harvest. Behold. Well, we just had a couple of new people go downstairs. One year, one year or less, stand up again. Say, say ye not, that's it. Say ye not four months and then come up to harvest. Behold! I say, look up! Lift up your eyes! Look unto the fields! For well, they are white already to harvest. You can be seated. Now, I got a question for you. I'm almost done. I'm going to have you come talk. But Brother Me is going to talk right now. 
you got somebody that you know that needs God in their life, and they may want this. You got somebody, you know? I know because you're bringing them in already. I'm telling you, my goodness. They bringing them in. Come on. Uh-huh. They bringing them in. That's it. <laughs> I felt that strong. Huh? You got somebody? Hey, man, the hand of God is on your life, son. And it's okay to be different and not fit in with that. Because, you know, man, I don't fit in with that, and I don't fit in with that. But you kind of feel that in here. Brand new in Christ. Give me that high five. Devil, you are a liar. You know somebody, right? I know you know somebody. Guess what? Everybody who just stood up, guess what? Within the next couple of months, we're going to have somebody that's double the ones that stood up. Oh, I wish I had some faith tonight. Give me, uh, give me double high five. She said, I did my first survey yesterday. Come on, man. I'm stopping all over. I did my first survey yesterday, and they came to church today. And they want Bible study. Brand new. Just got the Holy Ghost last week. And her guest brought a guest. What more do you want? I say you need to see. Look onto the fields. They're already white to harvest. Did Tony come this morning? Tony came this morning? <laughs> Hallelujah. Folks, what more do you want? You see, when you place the king, you can be seated. When you place the kingdom of God first, and I'm closing. I'm closing. I was going to preach this, and I was, you know, but I'm going to give you the message for tonight. Oh, I got to give you a high five. Come on, sister. You know you got to get one. Oh, she shared that testimony. Oh, my goodness. This, this, this out, doing a Bible study. Somebody, can I sit down right there? Oh, that was just a coincidence, right? And they just happened to be talking at the same time about something the person needed to hear. Folks, we, we might, might as well get rid of all excuses. The thing is, is we have to be willing to get out of our routine. Jesus said, I, I have to go through Samaria. It's not what I'm used to doing. It, it goes against the grain of, of the people I'm with and all that. But I, it, it's time for me. My man Roger, how many people you brought to church on Easter? He brought 15 people to church on Easter. I think that's three of them right there. One went down in the name. You came the next week. Went down in the name of Jesus Christ. Right here. Both of them went down, yes. 
So, see, we've been talking about it for a long time. We're going to have revival. I'm telling you, we are having it right now. It may be just some sprinkles. You have to have the former rain before you get the latter rain. You have to have the early rain before you get the latter rain. And you better appreciate the... And if this doesn't excite you, nothing will. You know why? Because what in this world will excite you? This world is going down the tubes in a herring. If you're waiting for this world to get better, if you're just waiting for the next three and years and, and nine months, how long has uh, he been in office? Trump. How long has he been in office? If you think after he's out of the office, everything is going to get better. Is that what you really think? Hmm. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. Oh, you're just trying to, you're talking about doomsday. I'm talking about Bible. Don't fret, don't, don't fret. It's going to get better for Christians to have their mind on Jesus that's going to be taken up with him. I'm not looking for my, I'm not looking for my piece of whatever real estate right here, right? Until, until I get it in, in his new kingdom. And so my kingdom is not of this world, folks. Somebody said, man, you're from another world. You got that right. <laughs> and so this is what we're here for on a Sunday night. And if we can get that revelation. Now, people were ministered to. Three people were filled. Other people were touched. Two people were being baptized. But we still need to be reminded. And I saw that tonight, that we need to be reminded what, what this is all about. Because I'm just going to tell you, there's going to come a day real soon where Sunday nights are not going to be the nights that you get, you, you're here to receive. See, right now, this Sunday mornings, we know, well, wait, I'm not going to be preached to. Right? And so we come to Sunday night, it's like, yeah, you better preach to me, Pastor. Right? And we had a little struggle. Now, if we would have said this was an evangelism night, we would have expected it. But because it wasn't announced. But I'm just going to tell you, we, anytime we get five, five, six people in here, I'm sorry. You better go back to this scripture. You want to be fed? Get on board. Let it flow through you. And you'll go home full. You don't participate in a service like this, you're going to go home so empty. You're going to be like, what is that all about? What happened? You're going to have about 20 people receive the Holy Ghost, and you're going to be like, what happened to serve? Nothing really happened because you didn't get anything. You know why you didn't get anything? Because you didn't let anything flow through you. 
When you let something flow through you, guess what? That's, it's what flows through you. You're going to get the nutrients. Everything you need. Hopefully we help somebody tonight. Well, my brother, you, I didn't give you that much time. You're going to wait. All right, brother. Oh, he got a message to preach. Oh, here we go now. Man, he said that boldly. <laughs> I got a message to preach. All right, so uh, he's going to wait, and um, that's all well and fine. Um, it, it just seems like it's really so early. It's still, you know, light outside. I can't let you go home when it's still light outside. <laughs> Feel like I'm backsliding. <laughs> yeah, I can't let you go. <laughs> Amen. I just saying, that's just something wrong with that. I do have a couple of announcements. Honestly, we are going to receive an offering. Um, and I, I, like I said, I had a message. I really did. We kind of just broke it down. Just kind of related it to today. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say this. I believe during this summer, summer is right around the corner, that we can average 200 people on Sunday mornings combined as a congregation. Two fifty by the end of the year. And so when Easter rolls around next year, as I said, two forty five is if you say, Well, that's that's hard, that's that's a stretch. We had a we had a 160 this morning, and we I'm telling you we that and that was that that was without any push. No push, no nothing, just doing what we're doing. So don't tell me by, by the midsummer we can't average uh, 200. You got something from the Lord. You're new here, and you know somebody that need this, and all you have to do is open up your mouth. I had a guy say, I don't know what to say. Y'all thought that was great. I was landing. I just had to circle around. To, you know, the air traffic, the air traffic controller said, hey, you got to circle around one more time. And I got to listen to the air traffic controller because he knows what he's doing. He's giving that direction. You know, I, I don't know what to say to people. You share your testimony. I remember all I had to tell, tell people, man, I got baptized the other day, and I'm telling you what, all my, I feel so good. I feel so clean. You don't know what to say. Tell them that. I was filled with the Holy Ghost, and I began to start speaking another language. What? Hello? Man, God is doing something. Hello? That's all you have to do. You know some people, don't you? You know some people, don't you? 
Mm-hmm. I see it in her eyes. I see that little that twinkle. And so if you say, well, I don't know anybody, you know, you can run across people. Very seldomly I go, go pull up to a, a fast food restaurant without trying to talk to somebody about God and church and everything. What they do with it is their problem. So I'm not telling you something, I'm just saying it just to say it. I tr I'm serious, I try to live it. You know why? And you can say every time I talk to someone, they don't show up. Don't ma it doesn't matter. If each and every one of us go out and try to talk to people, guess what? Somebody's going to show up. It may not be the people that we talk to, but God is going to bring somebody. Hello? Uh, you don't believe me? Put that verse back up there. See, he told me to take a, he told me to take a trip for a reason. One more circle. John 4. Put it on verse number... Um, let's go to 30. Let me see, 430. Let me see what that says. Uh, uh, that, that's good. Do the next, next verse or two. Let's see. Just keep going. I'll tell you where to stop. Keep going. I'll tell you where to stop. Stop, and I'll tell you where to keep going. Uh-huh, one more. Uh-huh. Go keep going. Mm-hmm. There we go. I sent you to reap that whereupon you bestowed no labor. Other men labored, and you entered into their labors. When you labor, you may not even get anything out of it. But God is going to give you a fruit from somebody else's labor. That's how it works. Hello? I love it that way. Amen. Praise God. Now, this is exciting, folks, because, you know, you can get the Holy, get, you get the Holy Ghost and you get baptized. And you, like I said, you can stay refreshed in God. But then I get something out of being a part of seeing someone else touched. When I sit down and have a Bible study and somebody's eyes go, oh, my God. I've never seen that before. You know, you see some Bible studies, it feels good, doesn't it? It is nothing like it. And you can do that. You can sit down and teach someone in your apartment building a Bible study. Amen. You say, well, I don't know much. Share what you do now. And I'm feeling that the Holy Ghost will honor that. And so we, we're coming, we, see, y'all thought I wasn't going to, we're the ushers, we're the ushers, ushers are here, you got your baskets ready, ushers. Now some of you thought, we, you were probably hoping I was going to forget this. I almost forgot last week, didn't I? We're going to take up an offering, we're going to receive an offering. As the ushers come, I just want to remind you, I have a couple of announcements.